This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 200. Glory be to God, and I thank God for uh, Daniel Ezekiel uh, doing for 200 times uh, something that I hesitated to do myself. And uh, in the beginning, uh, uh, it was kind of tough for him as well. But uh, by the grace of God, son, uh, Daniel Ezekiel, this is another great milestone that God has blessed us to see together. And I praise the Lord for the equal grace as well. And uh, Danielle, Elizabeth as well, doing the same thing with other podcasts and them all working together to produce this great, powerful, important service. We give God the glory, the praise, and the honor, and thank you, children, for helping me in the ministry, even to this day, the night after Thanksgiving, so-called Black Friday. I don't know why black people do not uh, give credit to the powers that be for saying something positive about black. Black Friday means it's good. Uh, it's a good thing for for the people. So uh, be happy about that. Glory be to God. Psalm eighteen thirty five. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand hath holden me up, and thy gentleness hath made me great. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation. Above all, we must take the shield of faith, for nothing else can quench Satan's fiery darts. This shield is of celestial workmanship and is in all cases a direct gift from God Almighty Himself. It is the channel, the sign, the guarantee, and the earnest of perfect salvation. Thy right hand hath holden me up. Secret support is administered to us by the preserving grace of God, and at the same time providence kindly yields us manifest aid. Glory be to God. Go ahead, Spurgeon. We are such babes that we cannot stand alone, but when the Lord's right hand upholds us, we are like brazen pillars which cannot be moved. Back in the old days, uh, the old black saints would sing, 
I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. And they will go on and uh, like a tree. Something about, uh, and so forth and so on. But they, uh, they used to sing that quite a bit. Thy gentleness hath made me great. There are several readings of this sentence. The word is capable of being translated, Thy goodness hath made me great. And David saw much of benevolence in God's action towards him, and he gratefully ascribed all his greatness, not to his own goodness, but to the goodness, the gentleness, the power of Almighty God. No wonder God called him a man after my own heart. Uh, David knew where he got his power from. Thy and his greatness from. And what we're reading even tonight is a part of his greatness. Thy providence, God gave him the ability to write the Psalms, in other words. Thy providence is another reading which is indeed nothing more than goodness in action. Goodness in action. Goodness in action. Goodness is the bud of which providence is the flower. Or goodness is the seed of which providence is the harvest. Some render it thy help, which is but another word for providence. Providence being the firm ally of the saints, aiding them in the service of their Lord. Certain learned annotators tell us that the text means thy humility hath made me Thy humility hath made me great. Thy condescension may perhaps, and that's the first time I've heard anybody else besides myself refer to God as being humble. <clears throat> I was very concerned that I was uh, might, might be crossing a line when I said that, but now I see Spurgeon said it too. The humility of God is amazing. No wonder he wants us to be humble and not proud. Thy condescension may perhaps serve as a comprehensive reading combining the ideas which we have already mentioned as well as that of humility. It is God's making himself little which is the cause of our being made great. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead. That's deep. We are so little that if God should manifest his greatness without condescension, without humility, we should be trampled under his feet. But God, who must stoop to view the skies and bow to see what angels do, looks to the lowly, yes, and contrite, and makes them great. God made David great. 
because of God's condescension and his humility. God is the one who made David great. While these are the translations which have been given to the adopted text of the original, we find that there are other readings altogether. As for instance, the Septuagint, which reads, Thy discipline, thy fatherly correction hath made me great. Amen. That's true too. All of this is true. All of this is true. All of this is true. God's correction, God's chastisement, God's rebuke makes us great if we take heed to it. Do you know there are some people who claim to be Christians are so proud and arrogant, they don't take heed to God's chastisement, and they will never be great. While the child or Chaldee paraphrase reads, Thy word hath increased me. Your word, God, has made me great. Glory be to God. Still, the idea is the same. Whatever, however you want to go with it, it's still the same. God is the one who makes people great. David ascribes all his own greatness to the condescending goodness and graciousness of his Father in heaven. Let us all feel this sentiment in our own hearts and confess that whatever of goodness or greatness God may have put upon us, we must cast our crowns at his feet and cry, Thy gentleness, thy humility, Thy goodness, thy word, hath made me great. Now, let me tell you something, folks. That passage that we just read right there, that devotional, if you get a hold of that, you can go a long way with God because you, you, you need to understand that. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for allowing us to hear from your holy word and then to have it expounded upon in a very deep way uh, through your servant, uh, who you made great, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, he being dead, yet liveth by your power and might. And we give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, thank you for listening to the White House family reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Here's how you can be saved from hell and walk with the Lord throughout this life and in the life to come.
in that wonderful place called heaven. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Holy Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18.8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee, it is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, dear friend, that is all very bad news. But here's the good news. I have some good news for you. It is called the gospel. Gospel means good news. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So just believe in your heart, my dear friend, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ paid your sin debt, that you owe God. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins as the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ went through hell and went to hell for you so that you would not have to go to hell. He was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you and for me and for everybody so that we can live eternally with him in heaven. He did it for you and me. He did it for us. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9, and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell, saved to what, you ask, saved to heaven to be with God and to be with Jesus Christ and to be with the angels and the saints of God forever. My dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead, 
by the power of God. Trust in Him today. Believe in the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ today, and uh, in your heart. And please pray with me this simple prayer, called the Sinner's Prayer, which should be a reflection of your heart of what you want to say to God since you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I have done some bad things in my life in your sight. I am sorry for my sins and today I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me and please forgive me of all of my sins. Please forgive me of all of my failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul from the hell that I deserve and save my soul to the heaven that I don't deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a proper request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.